You're listening to the Fitness with Leah podcast. Hello. Right, I am really excited about recording this podcast. It's all about sleep. Sleep, something that's often overlooked. We don't prioritize it. And I'm here to tell you today why it's important to prioritize it and how we can prioritize it and get the benefits from it as well. So why don't we prioritize this wonderful, wonderful activity of just doing nothing, falling asleep? Because there's so much around us, isn't there? You think you settle down for the evening, you put the TV on and you scroll and whether you're on terrestrial or Netflix, it's probably something that you find. Or we've got our phones next to us and we're bombarded with either social media or YouTube videos or funny videos. And before we know it, we look at the clock and we're like, oh my God, is that time already? I should kind of really be in bed. That you ignore it and you carry on. So we don't see it as, as a priority. We don't see it as important. And really we should be because there are a huge benefits from getting a good night's sleep. And we all know this. We all know how good we feel when we get up in the morning and we've had a good night's sleep and we just can get on with the day much more easily rather than getting up, feeling tired, reaching for coffee after coffee after coffee. So what I'm going to be going through with you is the kind of length that we should be looking for, how long we should be sleeping for, how to improve the quality. So if you're suffering with, say, broken sleep, um, getting up in the middle of the night or having trouble getting off to sleep initially, I'm going to be helping you with that. And yeah, then talking about what magical benefits um, sleep have, but looking at it from more of a, a brain and a mental health aspect as well. So sleep, how long should we be sleeping for? Ideally, seven to nine hours we should be sleeping for. But guess what? Some of us think we might be sleeping for, say, seven hours. But take this scenario, for instance. Say you go to bed at 11 o'clock at night and then you got to get up at, say, six o'clock. OK, so that gives you seven hours. Yeah, go to bed at 11, get up at six. However, you're not taking into account getting to bed, settling down. You're not, I'm going to take my hat off to you if you manage to get off to sleep straight away. Your head hits the pillow and you fall asleep. I congratulate you. But for many of us, it normally takes a good 5, 10, 15 minutes to kind of drift off to sleep. And then you might wake up in the night. And you know what? It's quite normal to wake up maybe two, three times for just a few minutes or up to five minutes at a time during the night. So let's say it took 15 minutes to get off to sleep and then you're waking up for another three times throughout the night, maybe five minutes in total. So that's nearly like half an hour taken off from that seven hours that you thought you'd had. So really, you're only getting six and a half hours sleep. So what we need to take into account is that time getting off to sleep and maybe time that you're waking up during the night. So what I suggest is you get up to bed earlier settle down whether that's reading a book whether it's listening to some relaxing music putting a candle on whatever is going to chill you out and get into that kind of bed zone what is another good idea is getting into your bed clothes about an hour earlier because 
sometimes it can be a bit of a rigmarole, can't it? Getting out of the clothes that you're in, to get into your bed clothes, to go and clean your teeth, to take your makeup off, wash your face, whatever you need to do. It could take a good 15 minutes. And if we're sat down like on the sofa and then we're like, oh God, okay, I need to get up to bed. And then you spend another kind of 15 minutes getting yourself ready for bed before you get into bed to then try and settle down to get to sleep. It's a lot of time. Whereas let's take, you wanna try and get up to bed for say 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, put an alarm on your phone, get ready for bed. Yeah, so that could be your title of your alarm. Get all your clothes, your pajamas on, or your comfies, whatever you wear to bed, and then clean your teeth, floss, wash, wash your face, whatever you need to do to kind of set yourself down. And then if you want, you can go back downstairs and you know carry on what you're doing. Or you might actually notice once you're upstairs doing all that, you might think, oh, okay, I'm feeling a little bit tired now. I'm gonna head to bed. And then there you go. Before you know it, you're in bed that lot earlier. So almost putting a bit of a plan in action, a bit of a bedtime routine. A lot of us have a morning routine, but we don't have a bedtime routine. And I think as children, we've got this kind of nailed. We really do. Because you think when you're a kid, you, you generally had a time that you had to go to bed. And generally, you had to get ready for bed that bit earlier. You think maybe that bedtime kind of bath, that evening bath and getting into your bed clothes. And then maybe you're allowed down for an extra half an hour with your parents to watch some TV. Whereas now we're, we're complete opposite. We're like rebels. <laughs> we don't want to go to bed. <laughs> so yeah, maybe setting a bit more of a plan in action, having a bit of a bedtime routine and maybe like a bedtime alarm. So a lot of us have morning alarms that get us out of bed. Why not have a bedtime alarm? It's an alarm that signals when you're, you're downstairs watching something. Okay, it's time to go to bed. And yeah, you might sneeze it. There's only so many times you're going to sneeze an alarm, like the morning. Yeah, so you might sneeze the alarm in the morning, but you do then know, okay, I need to get up. So that might work, you know, the same thing in the evening as well. So they're like a few little ideas that could help to help increase your duration of your sleep. Okay, so if you're struggling at the moment to get at least seven hours, think about trying to go to bed that little bit earlier. And don't make it extreme. If you're used to going to bed at say 11 o'clock at the moment, if you then suddenly try to get into bed at nine o'clock, yeah, your body's gonna be like, what the hell? I don't feel like going to bed at the moment. So maybe just bring it forward, say 15, 20 minutes, and then see how that feels. And then if that feels manageable over a week, week and a half, you can then bring it forward another quarter of an hour. Yeah, and do things gradually. The body doesn't like sudden change. Okay, so build it up gradually as best as you can. Also, I want to look at quality. So that's looking at how you can, you know, increase the length of your sleep, which is fantastic. But it's all very well having a good long sleep. But if you're waking up for quite frequently throughout the night for long periods of time, you find that hard to kind of get back to sleep, or you're actually find it difficult to drift off to sleep initially, then having that long sleep isn't always going to be as beneficial sometimes as having that quality. You know what they say, quality over quantity. It does kind of, you know, um, adhere to kind of sleep as well. So how can we increase or improve your quality? Do you know what? There's so many ways that you can, can do this. Firstly, daylight. 
getting as much natural daylight in the day as you can because our body loves daylight and it's making us aware okay it's day and then when it you know gets darker now in the evenings it then signifies to the body it's evening it's night it's time to relax to kind of drift off and go to sleep so you want as much natural light in the earlier hours of the day as possible to kind of wake up that system wake up your circadian rhythm okay it's just like your body's natural body clock to be like right it's daytime i'm gonna do what i can and then as it gets darker that signifies going to sleep and therefore, like in the evenings, that's why you should be dimming the lights, not using technology as much. You think of all those bright lights that are coming off from, say, a laptop or television or your phones. Try and reduce that exposure. There are modes that you can put like on, say, your laptop or your phones where you can put it into like night mode or like a dimmer kind of light on there, which can help if you kind of need to use that technology. But my, my best recommendation is to really start to reduce it as best as you can, especially in the, those couple of hours leading up to bedtime. Another one is um, exercise and diet. Okay, so when I have like clients starting with me and um, in their initial kind of weeks of starting, you know, exercise, it's a new stimulus and the body, um, you know, becomes tired. And so by doing the exercise, you, you know, you're tiring out your body, your body needs to recover. So it's best way to do that is sleep. So it's naturally going to feel, you're going to feel a lot more kind of sleepy and really require that sleep more rather than if you're quite sedentary and you're not doing anything, you're not burning off those calories or food that you're consuming. And then diet. So the better the diet is, we all know this, the better the diet is, the better is for our health and therefore we're going to have a better sleep as well. And lastly, another way of improving um, quality of sleep is caffeine intake. Now, a lot of us do like a coffee. However, a lot of us are having a lot of caffeine throughout a day. Now, there's nothing wrong with caffeine. It's, it's got a lot of benefits in it. However, a lot of us are over consuming. So say you have two to three cups of coffee, that's fine. But if you're relying on having more than that, that's probably some other areas that you need to address. One probably being sleep, because you tend to go into like a vicious little cycle then. Because if you're getting a bad night's sleep, you then turn to coffee, you have too much caffeine throughout the day, and then too much caffeine has an impact on the quality of your sleep. And coffee or caffeine actually has like a half-life. So say you're having a cup of coffee at midday, there's still half that coffee in your system at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. There's still a quarter of that caffeine in your system at midnight. So that is going to have a huge impact to your sleep. Now, you might be one of those people who can have a coffee late at night and go off to sleep and sleep throughout the whole night. However it is still having an impact to your sleep. Now we go through two different sleep stages. We've got our deep sleep and then we've got our REM sleep. So our REM sleep is when we're dreaming. Now our deep sleep tends to happen within the first kind of few hours and then we trickle into more of our REM sleep. So that's why like when you wake up, you might wake up in the middle of a dream. So when we're having kind of caffeine, it has a big impact to that deep sleep. And that deep sleep is very important for a lot of restorative things to happen, a lot of 
physiological um, things happen in our body, like our cells repairing, but a lot happening to our brain as well. And by having that caffeine, if there's still lots of caffeine kind of trickling around in your bloodstream, you're just not going to get that deep quality sleep that we need. So I'm not saying don't have caffeine. I'm just saying maybe consider how much you're having and the timing that you're having it as well, because sometimes it just becomes a habit. So we don't necessarily need it. It's just a habit of, oh, okay, it's 3 p.m. We'll have that middle of the day, you know, middle afternoon, I'll have a coffee. Sit down, watch some TV, I'll have a coffee. Because a lot of us like the taste of it, but there's other things that you can go to instead. So they're the kind of ways that you can kind of improve your quality. So I've addressed how you can, you know, increase your duration of sleep, how you can improve the quality, but why, why do we want to do all this? One, one major thing, having more sleep, having better sleep, one, improves your lifespan. We all want to live longer, don't we? And two, improves our health, not only physically, but kind of mentally as well. A lot of people think when we're sleeping, it's kind of dead time because the brain is kind of switched off. Couldn't be further from the truth because there's so many things that are happening when we sleep to our brain. New networks are being formed, new memories um, are happening and being stored. There's a lot in, in evidence coming out in like REM sleep. So our, our rapid eye movement is when we're dreaming. There's a lot of emotional processing happening then. And you might notice due to say like COVID, um, you know, being a big part of our lives over 2020 and still now in 2021, we might be dreaming a lot more. And that's because we've got a lot of emotion, emotions kind of happening. There's a lot of things happening to us. And by having that good quality REM sleep, that dreaming sleep, it's allowing those emotions to be processed. So it's like um, a sleeping therapy. So you think about, you know, all these, all these things that are going through our heads and yes, there are lots of ways to kind of deal with it, whether it's kind of journaling, speaking to somebody, getting cognitive behavioral therapy. However, sleep can actually also have an impact too. And especially that REM sleep, it's going to help to process those emotions. And you think how good you feel after you've had a good quality sleep, how, when you may have gone to sleep, you, you know, you had a lot going on that day, but you wake up and it's like, oh, I do feel a lot better. I feel a lot more kind of clearer in my head. I can kind of think and I can focus a lot better. So that I think is a game changer. I think that is so important. And I think a lot of us do struggle to go to sleep. And a lot of people have said this to me because there's a lot of things going through their head. There's a lot going on and there's a lot to process. That by having that good quality sleep and getting a good quality sleep, there's a lot of good that can kind of come out of it. But just touching on that, actually, because um, a few people have said that, that they struggle to get to sleep because their brains won't switch off. And I think by adopting some of the techniques that I've talked about, as in kind of limiting your exposure and technology late at night, getting into bed that bit earlier, unwinding, I listen to like sleep stories, which I love. Um, I know I'm saying about not using technology, but what I do is I put the sleep story on, I put my phone away to the side. So I'm not scrolling and looking at my phone. I'm listening to that sleep story. 
which is generally like a meditation. It takes you through a bit of a journey as well. So you either scan in your body or it could be like a train ride, which I like. So your body, you're just kind of getting zoned out into this wonderful story. And before you know it, you're asleep, just like that. Sometimes I listen, I think, oh, God, I'm not going to fall asleep. And then before I know it, I am I am asleep. And it's great. Um, some people like listening to kind of just gentle music. And that's just one way of just kind of unwinding. Or if your thoughts are still whirring around, having a notebook by your bedside table and just writing down those thoughts straight away. But if that does not help and you're really struggling to get to sleep and it's been a good, say, 20, 25, half an hour, Get yourself out of bed, take yourself to another room, put on a dim light and just do something very kind of chilled out, whether it's kind of reading, whether it's writing, don't use technology and then wait until you feel sleepy again, then take yourself back to bed. The worst thing you can do is stay in bed when you're trying to kind of get back to sleep. Take yourself away because you want to always treat that bedroom as a time to sleep. Okay, and if you're there trying to get to sleep, you're just messing around with your brain. So take yourself away to a different room. When you start to fall asleep again, take yourself back to bed. And that goes to if you're struggling to get to sleep or if you're getting up in the middle of the night and you're struggling to get back to sleep again. And leading on from this, if you are downstairs, and I've done this on many of occasions, I'm pretty good at not doing this anymore, um, you're watching TV, you're feeling sleepy, and instead of taking yourself up to bed, you end up falling asleep on the sofa. And the worst thing is, you fall asleep, and then you get up at, say, two o'clock in the morning, you take yourself off to bed, and you just can't get back to sleep again. It's the worst. So try not to get into that habit. Try and just get straight up to bed as soon as you're feeling sleepy. So hopefully some of those techniques that I've kind of talked through today has really helped. So trying to increase that duration of sleep, improving that quality and why see sleep as an investment. Okay. And it's, it's great for us. I think there's been, you know, a bit of a, not a misconception, but people, a lot of people can see sleep as like wasted time or it's a bit, you know why do you need to sleep whereas you could be up working and getting so much more done in more hours of the day no 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 no. get yourself a good quality sleep you'll wake up feeling much more refreshed and you'll have a much more productive day for it and if you want any more info about sleep recommendation i'll give you um is a guy called matthew walker he was one of the leading sleep experts he's wrote a book called why we sleep and he's also appeared on a lot of podcasts as well if you type in his name matthew walker you'll find a lot out there so hopefully that's provided a lot of information for you today because i think it's a lot of uh, a big issue for a lot of people and they do struggle with their sleep and any questions you do have please let me know so have a lovely day out there today for me looking out the window it's very miserable but i'm gonna get out get some daylight okay which i know always helps with my sleep Take care and I'll speak to you soon.